Is that okay? Perfect. Oh, yeah. Hey, my mom lives downstairs. Can I borrow your stereo? I remember playing this album. I remember playing this album. I also remember my mom wouldn't let me go to the concert, so we stood outside, my friend and I, of the of the outdoor amphitheater to listen to the Billy Idol concert. <laughs> That's awesome. Your mom wouldn't let you go. You found a way around it. <laughs> you know it. Welcome to the Mom Squad Show. <laughs> Kira, you found this great link, and we're going to talk about that today, along with a bunch of other things. We have to talk about our Halloweens, how it was with our kids. You've got a great story to share for us. And then, of course, today is Election Day. And you can, oh, yes. You can watch Kira until the wee-wee hours of tomorrow morning. <laughs> yes, please watch me till 3 a.m. Matter of fact, I'm going to try and stay up 24 hours because my kids woke up at 5.18 a.m. this morning. And uh, I'm going to have to pull an all-nighter covering the uh, the Purdue race here in Georgia. Hey, man, it's a big race because it, it could impact uh, the control, you know, who controls the Senate. And by the way, you mentioned um, why are we playing this 80s video. It's because I found a link. Where are they now? The hottest video stars of the 80s. Where are they now? And if you remember that gorgeous 18-year-old girl who was in that Billy Idol Rock the Cradle video, you will find out where she is now. we got a lot to talk about today. Let's get this party started. Kira was trying to give me some advice, but now she has a banana stuck to her arm because her kid won't stop throwing. Mom Squad. We are the moms of the Mom Squad. It is Christine. I'm so graceful about telling my poor 10-year-old that he's got things crawling in his head. That's not traumatic. <laughs> and Kira. I wake up in the morning, gnarly morning breath. My husband, Daisy's. Mom Squad. <laughs> if you're a mom, if you're a parent, if you just like to know what working women are talking about on a daily basis. Mom Squad. Mom Squad. Welcome to the mom squad show we are the moms of the mom squad i'm christine i'm kira and we're so excited to be here thank you for listening it is officially november daylight savings time it has is here and so fall has sprung you don't really say fall has sprung it's yes spring and has sprung fall is no, falling spring has sprung yes fall is falling there you go and the way you remember if you put your clock forward or backwards is you fall back an hour in the fall and you spring forward an hour in the spring. That's how I always remember it. Me too, and I was explaining this whole thing to Aiden, and he's like, why do we do that? <laughs> I was like, this goes this goes back. The bottom line for you is you're not standing at a dark bus stop. That's where you, that's where you benefit. <laughs> but I yeah, okay, over. that's where he may benefit. Yeah, well, he may benefit, but I don't benefit because my kids woke up at 5.18 this morning, wide awake, and I was, oh. That's a gift that keeps That's on the giving, downfall. Right? Yes, indeed. <laughs> yes, indeed. Anyway, uh, it's all on you now, voters uh, in America and people overseas. They're, you know, who are listening to us, they're paying attention to this now because the polls are opening for midterm elections. Happy Election Day, America. Um, and no, we're not picking a president, but midterms matter. 
Because you get to decide which party controls the Senate. Basically, that's what it's coming down to today. But also in your local elections, there are a lot of things that matter to you. So I was talking to Aide about this, too, and he's out of school. Probably your kids, most kids are out of school on Election Day. And so he goes to the polls with me every time. And we talk about, I personally do homework. I don't necessarily, nobody talks about politics, so we won't get into it, but vote along party lines. I vote for what's important to me. And so I was explaining that to him because his father works very high up in the Republican Party. And so there's a, there's a bit of a, a, a thing that goes on here in our household. And so I was just trying to explain to him the importance, <laughs> the importance of every election. It doesn't matter if you're voting in your, your school superintendent or the Senate or, or the president of the United States. You have to get out and vote or don't complain. That's my big thing. You have no yes. right to complain no. if you don't get out and vote. Agreed. Agreed. And, and you know, actually CNN put out this great article um, to kind of, because, you know, not everybody understands all the intricacies and the details about midterm elections. And a lot of people really don't care about all the details like red state, blue state, becoming a purple state. You know, how many points you got to win by the polls, all the all that technical stuff. Right. There's a lot of political junkies. But a lot of a lot of people are like, you know what, just tell me kind of the interesting tidbits. And I love this article that CNN.com put out. And it's called the seven things that will almost definitely happen on election night. And I'll just throw them out there. And what we can do is we can post this. We can post this on our website, too. But the seven things, and this is great, and and folks, you can go to this article and read it so you can get more details. Number one, there will be a surprise. Number two, most Americans won't take part. Number three, Democrats will lose the Senate. Yeah, I know that kind of bums me out, you know, when you hear because people complain, like you said, about things not going their way. Well, you got to get out and vote. If you want your voice to be heard, you've got to get out and vote. But here and but here's the here's the reality is that less than half of the eligible population is likely to show up and let their voices be heard in this election. That's kind of sad. It is. You know, if you, if you have it might have been on CNN. Sorry, we'll get back to the list. But if you have relatives that either are sick or can't get out, you absentee ballots. You don't have to be out of the country to vote absentee. If you think the weather is going to be bad, you could do this ahead of time. So they, they make it nice and easy for everybody to be able to do it. That's true. So get out and vote. Number three, Democrats will lose the Senate. Number four. Republicans will elect an African-American senator in the South. Number five, there will be a runoff. Number six, not too much will change. And number seven, it will be... It will be a nail biter for incumbent governors. So there you go. This is actually a really good wrap up of why you should take part or pay attention to the elections uh, today and tonight. Yeah, if you don't want the Republicans taking over the Senate, then you better get your butt out there if you're a Democrat and vote. That's all you got to do. I'm going to send you this link. All right, so I found this really funny. Uh, I'm going to throw it in there since we're going to be talking about the 80s and telling uh, t- telling our listeners where these uh, hottest video stars from the 80s videos, uh, where they what they were doing then and where they are now. But I found another article, 60 phrases only kids from the 90s will know. Okay. Yeah, okay, you ready? These, these are hilarious. Now, I'm obviously not going to read all 60. Then again, they are pretty funny. Uh, you know, I could keep going. Number one, in sync over Backstreet Boys. Number two, girl power. Number three, have mercy. 
Have mercy. Uh, number four, I'll be Mary Kate and you be Ashley. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. Number six, who loves orange soda? Number seven, bop it, twist it. Do you remember oh, that game? I love that game. Bop I am it. obsessed with that game. I have it. I have it in miniature key chain form, and I have it in big form. And they come out with these new I, ones all the time. I love that game. I love the bop it game. All right, here we go. Okay. <laughs> I double dog dare you and no chicken. Listen to this one. Look, my sneakers light up too. Have you seen my pencil case? What's your screen name? My Furby will not shut up. You have cooties. Don't make me snap in Z formation. Step on a crack. Break your mother's back. Ask the magic eight ball. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. Oh, my god! I have all the... Listen to this one. I have all the chicken soup for the soul books. <laughs> oh, the, this is... Oh, oh. Remember this one? Ch-ch-ch-chia. Ch-ch-ch-chia. How many people have had a Chia pet? Oh, and they never work, by the way. Oh. They never. I, Aiden wanted oh. one when he was a kid. I got him a Shrek one. That doesn't work. That doesn't work. Are you kidding me? I had an Elvis Chia pet, and it was phenomenal. Really? I could. Maybe I just didn't oh, know yes. those things. Ready? Hang on. Solo. Oh. Twist it. Pop it. Focus, Christine. Focus, Christine. You constantly tell me that, too. It must be for Bop It. We sit around on Christmas and pass this thing around, like, 12 of us, and we all get so into it, and if we get really high, we get mad at the other person when they screw it up. I love it. I love that game. All right, I'm going to I'm going to read some more of these quotes because it's bringing me back. This is hilarious. What color did you get on your mood ring? <laughs> my my automatic seatbelt is not working. Someone put the wrong CD in this case. I forgot. I, I oh, I got this from Claire's. My Walkman is skipping again. I got this from Claire's. Take a picture, it lasts longer. Oh, my gosh. Boys go to Jupiter to get more stupider. Girls go to college to get more knowledge. (laughs) (laughs) We were in the 90s. We were in college acting like idiots, talking like that. (laughs) I spy my little eye. (laughs) Oh, here's a great one. Do you want to get a best friend's necklace with me? That's 80s. That's very 80s. That is... Okay, yeah, I did that in the 80s, too, where you got the heart, and the heart breaks in half, and you have best, and I have friend. Yeah, my friend Jennifer and I did it. I totally remember. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. And my friend Michelle and I did it. Oh, remember this one? Cowabunga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, here's a good one. Here's a good one. U-G-L-Y. You ain't got no alibi. You ugly. <laughs> ugly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ugly. <laughs> Okay, this is so taking me. Oh, you know what number 60 is? What? Number six. Number 60. Silly rabbit. Tricks are for kids. Silly rabbit. <laughs> you silly rabbit. Oh, my great. gosh. This Aren't these, isn't this hilarious? I love this. 60 We're phrases having, only kids from the 90s will know. We're having flashback uh, Tuesday. Tuesday. Throwback it's flashback Tuesday. Tuesday. Throwback <laughs> Tuesday. 
So did you hear about this couple that got married on a Southwest Airlines flight? I did see this. And what's the backstory? All I did was see how happy people were and taking photos and stuff. Well, here, you know, especially, you know, when flying is not the greatest experience anymore. I mean, how great is this that they, oh, no, exactly. Now, of course, you know what the title of the story is? This is so cheesy. It's so cliche. You know what I'm going to say. Love was in the air. Oh, very well. That. No, the Mile High Club happens after they get married because, remember, you can't consummate, you know, the marriage until after. Love was in the air. Oh, yeah. So here's the deal, okay? Well, let me just read you a part of the story. It says, love was in the air on Sunday for Dottie Coven and Keith Stewart, business travelers and frequent flyers on Southwest Airlines. The couple from Indiana decided there was no place they'd rather marry than while flying. And why not land at the airport known for love, Dallas Love Field? After they, Aww. after the happy occasion, oh yes, isn't that so smart? Well, they approached Southwest with their idea of being married in the air. The airline was totally game for it. I mean, if, if you think about it, Southwest is very well known for how much fun they have. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the flight attendants sing songs, they tell jokes, they're very entertaining, right? So anyway, they were all about this, and this was actually the first wedding where the airline joined the. Uh, wedding planning team from departure to the arrival gate. Is that hilarious? The hashtag when they, uh, out on Twitter was hashtag nonstop love. <laughs> oh, see, that's cute. That's really cute. Yeah. No. And all the details. There was a band playing. Balloons decorated the jetway. They had about 30 friends and family boarded the flight. It was in Nashville for the ceremony. And also, this is funny too. 100 unsuspecting fellow passengers received an extra boarding pass, inviting them to celebrate. <laughs> oh, see, that's what I was and then I wondered if it was just random people were getting on a flight and didn't know. Well, my gosh, you're part of a wedding. Yep. Yeah, so there were some random people. Now here's the best part. The flower girl who walked down the aisle of the plane what do you think she handed out oh um peanuts very good very good mile high wedding planner you are so (laughs) you are so smart (laughs) oh yes this is in the air here we go come on here this is a tom jones version oh sing it tom Sing it, Tom. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Speaking of throwbacks, great song. Woo! That's got to be the 70s or the 80s there. It has to be. Tom Jones, he was so hot. Tom Jones was so hot. Yeah, he, that's in the day. Back, 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 yes. back in the day. Exactly. All right. Well, here, really quickly before <laughs> we, we get into our continuing of throwbacks uh, in the 80s, I'm dying to know your story last week. So we were going to hop on here and do a little show. You're in the car, and all I hear is um, a few very colorful words and, and a click. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> About 30 minutes later saying, you're not going to believe what the... <laughs> and this, by the way, everyone, like 8.30 in the morning. So all of this... Yeah, so basically, <laughs> it's everything... 
everything went to hell in the handbasket, probably starting at about 5.30 in the morning. And so it really came to a cap, you know, uh, at about 8.30. Well, let's see. I think when, when I called you was when I said I couldn't do the show because at that moment I had spilled my protein shake all down the front of my dress. And I had to get to work because I was going to be on the air yeah, with a piece. So I was a little stressed out. But here's the story. Here's what got me so running late in the morning, which was absolutely hysterical. Well, first of all, the kids would not get up and get going and get dressed. And it was, you know, it was nuts. So, but anyway, so it, so it turns out my, uh, leader, uh, assertive, uh, go-getter daughter decided to steal, uh, let's see, steal. Would that be the right word or take over or, um, you help me think of a word. She decided to take another kid's show and tell project and pretend it was her own. <gasps> wow. Oh no, it gets better. Oh, it gets better. I was going to say so. Borrow, she decides that's not borrowing. That's um, hijacking. No, no, no. She hijacked. She. There you go. That's the word. She hijacked. So I'm not going to mention the kid's name. I'm not going to call out the kid's name because I'm not a big fan of this kid because he's been teaching all the little kids in the classroom how to shoot a gun, which I'm not really happy about. But the Why good thing is, the um, class, by the way. well, he didn't. He was faking it. But oh, oh, you I can't fake it in school. No, you don't. Oh, you yeah, don't you get in trouble. No. No, you don't. So now I'm having a deal with teaching my kid how you not do that because of this little troublemaker. Anyway, so listen to this. So the troublemaker, it's his, his turn for show and tell. So my daughter decides, no, I want to do show and tell today. So she goes over, gets the kids three toys, which are total boy toys, okay, and proceeds to go up and sit in the rocker, and everybody sits around in a circle, including the teachers, and she goes through this whole presentation of show and tell. Now, here's the best part. The kid never pops up and says, hey, those are my toys. That's my show and tell. What's up? He actually goes along with my daughter doing his show-and-tell project. And here's the best part. They have to pass around the toys and guess what's in the bag. So, of course, this kid guesses every single one of the toys that's in the bag. And the teacher goes, wow, how did you know that? And he's like, I, I just knew. Oh. He still didn't call out my daughter for doing the show-and-tell project. Wait a second. Didn't the teacher know whose day it was to do show-and-tell? You would think so. You would think so. Well, now, another one of the and their ability to be, uh, you know, very sneaky. So deceitful. Deceit. Thank you. Deceitful. Wow. Yeah. Holy cow. Not good. Not good. So, uh, so yeah, and, and so, and then here's the capper. So, you know, my daughter comes home with the toys. The next thing I know, the mother is calling up, you know, my husband saying, I need to come over and get those toys. And it's like, well, can we just bring them back to school the next day? And she's like, no, absolutely not. And uh, he will, you know, he's got to have his toys. And I thought, okay, there's definitely an issue, issue there. I mean, your kid can't live without a few toys until the next morning and you bring them back to school. And apparently she came over to get the toys. My daughter was apologetic and she was just having none of it. It was not a good scene. I mean, come on. They're in kindergarten. For yes. For sakes. All of it's wrong. Yeah. She's probably retaliated. I would think she's probably, does, does this kid give her a hard time? Not saying what she did was Hey, Bryant, they're not eating. Oh, no. But you know what's interesting? Back. The kid is totally hyper. Oh, the kid's totally hyperactive. He's like, he's the one kid in the class that never stops talking, never stops running around. You know, he's, he's, he's definitely, you know, he's the kid that is not, doesn't have it all together. I love how she decided to be, I'm not endorsing, obviously. 
taking, hijacking <laughs> somebody's trick or, I mean, uh, not trick or treat, their uh, show and tell. But she obviously has something bu- that's been building up where she just needed to get it out. And against this kid, well, and he, she figured, I'm done listening to you talk. I am hijacking your show and tell. It's time for somebody else to <laughs> somebody else to get in here and have some attention. Hey, that's a good way to look at it. I appreciate that. Okay, thank you. Again, not saying it's right. Well, I'll tell you what, my funny. You know, well, I gotta say, I didn't think it was right either. But the first thing my husband did was laugh and said, "Well, when she's the CEO of a huge company, we'll tell this story." <laughs> <laughs> okay, so listen to this. Sandberg. Yep. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Leaning it forward. Stealing it forward. Show and telling show and telling it forward. Hijacking it forward. Hey, that'll be my daughter's book, the sequel to Sheryl Sandberg's book, Hijacking It Forward. So how did that lead to you? We got a little off track. So so that was your the beginning of your Wednesday morning? Last that was week, the beginning. You had to have this whole hot conversation oh, yeah. with your daughter in the morning about how she hijacks somebody else's show and tell. Then you spill the thing all the way down your... Sure. So this is what led to the, the, the morning from you know where all before 830. Yes. Yes, exactly. And I'm so sorry we couldn't do the show, but that's my excuse. Hey, and that's a lot better than the dog ate my homework. That's a good excuse. Yeah, the dog doesn't eat your homework anymore. Everything's online. So the dog in your computer. Kids can't even say that anymore. Kids can't. What do we say? The cat no. ate on my laptop because there's just no option now. It's all in the cloud. All right. So I know, I know you, you know, you are independently wealthy and you just have millions of dollars at your exposure or at your, 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 what's the word? At your um, disposal. Thank you. Goodness gracious. At your disposal. So Neiman Marcus, you know, hoity floydy, uh, fancy pants, uh, um, you know, upscale retailer has come out with seven fantasy gifts for 2014. You want to know what they are? Oh boy. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. So, you know, if you're thinking of, you know, getting like the latest hottie in your life, a gift, okay, for $50,000 – for fifteen thousand dollars, oh yeah, just fifty thousand. I'll take it. It's it's uh it. Okay, they are his and hers quad skis. Do you know what those are? No, I don't even know what it is. They're they're basically they're basically land vehicle water cruisers. So they they look like little amphibious you know um, cars, and they have a BMW engine. They can hit up to forty five miles per hour oh. on land or water. Are you kidding me? I'm Holy not kidding you. Okay, cow. but if that's not if that is not, you know, if that's not doable for $125,000, you can get the ultimate Mardi Gras experience. Oh, okay. Now, see, this is something you and I should do. We'll, be, we'll buy each other one. Go. Let's hear it. Okay. The, oh, there you go. All right. So five-day escapade includes accommodations in the French Quarter and then private cocktail hours, behind-the-scenes tours of local art galleries, a session with a voodoo storyteller, and an exclusive concert and dinner at Preservation Hall. Uh, does that include Brangelina? Angelina and Brad dwarves with them? Don't they own half of that uh, half of the quarter now? And And – Unfortunately, uh, it doesn't include that. But here, here's something a little cheaper. Here's another gift. This is only $35,000. It is a Tangeray 10, number 10, Imperial Shaker. What? 
It is a, let, let, let me repeat, a Tangeray number 10 Imperial Shaker, as in Tangeray uh, Gin. From like the Imperial era, I hope. How much is that thing? Yeah, there you go. Mixing the perfect cocktail to new heights with this six-foot-tall Imperial Shaker by spirits expert Jason Crawley. Based on a 19th century drawing, the shaker is made from cast iron, brass, and copper and gives drinks an elliptical shake far cooler than the traditional up-and-down shake. Six And, oh, here you go. Yeah, but here, and here's the deal. It comes with a one-year supply of uh, Tangeray gin. So there you go. Done. Done. For you, whiskey. All right. Now, if you're not, yeah, little, little sunshine and whiskey. Sunshine and whiskey. All right, $65,000. You can get a peacock floral sculpture. Oh, God, what a waste of money. No, not doing it? Not doing it. All right, all right. No, no, no six-foot-tall peacocks with 10-foot-long tail to brighten up your garden. Okay, hold on. I'm almost done. I've got uh, just two more here. How about for $95,000, a 100th anniversary Maserati? Okay, okay. Yeah, it goes, it goes from zero to 60 in 4.7 seconds. Wow, 4.7 okay. seconds. That's fast. Last two options. Last two options. $475,000. You could have the sweet smell of success and create your own signature scent. Ooh. It's called, yeah, it's called the House of Creed Bespoke Fragrance Journey. It's the most expensive of Neiman Marcus's offerings in 2014. It also includes two first-class tickets to Paris to meet with a master perfumer to create your own custom scent now see if i had money that'd be something i would do because at least there's a little adventure in it a little creativity you get to go work with an expert that's probably something i'd do okay and that is definitely your kind of adventure number seven is my adventure the ultimate slot car raceway race oh. raceway okay well now maybe i have to jump oh, yeah. on the bandwagon too because i love that stuff awesome okay go what oh yes Oh, yes. I will jump into that slot car with my pit crew, and I will take off faster than you can say, shake my martini. Shake my six-foot martini, baby. Shake it. Shake it. That's awesome. That's it. All right, so we'll post. Yes, we're going to post this link also. All right, I'm sending these to you now. We'll get them up on our website. Have you seen all the, the, the new people that are, are tuning in from, from across the world listening yes. to our podcast? Yes, we're so It's lucky. phenomenal. It's so fun. We're very lucky. We thank you for joining us. You can check everything out on our website, momsquadshow.com. But we're going to wrap things up now with you found a lot of great lists. And uh, where are they now? We've been having fun having a little bit of flashback. But you found on puckermob.com the eight hottest girls from 1980s music videos then and now. So that's why we came in with Billy Idol, Rock the Cradle of Love. You guys, we can... You remember that video? This girl hot knocks on the door of this <laughs> this guy that is just eating some Chinese food, chilling out, probably has a few pads, and uh, she walks in, needs to be needs to be playing her music, and just takes over. Great, great video. Um, oh yeah, little rock the cradle of love on this election day. Why not? But if you remember this. 1980s, classic 1980s song. 
And the girl, that beautiful 18-year-old girl that knocks on that poor schmuck's door because my mama lives down the hall in the Rock the Cradle of Love video is Betsy Lynn George. She was 18 years old. And, Everybody uh, thought she was underage, remember? Yes. She talks about this in that article because she had a baby face. If you watched, rewatched that video, she she's stunning. She looks she like does. she's 12. She really does. <laughs> she looks like she's still got some baby fat going on in her face. She tells a little bit of an interesting story. She was 18 years old. She lived in West Hollywood. Um, and the night before her rehearsal, I went. I was set up on a double date with my girlfriend. She set me up with a well-known actor. The four of us came back to my apartment. My date came out of the bathroom and made a comment that I had a metal tube of what he thought was a birth control. And it, it was really just hand lotion. But she doesn't go on to say who this person was. Basically, he thought he was going to get lucky. And she's like, oh, my gosh. You're totally out of line. Goodbye. Boots him out. And then apparently he sees, yeah, she says, I'm going to be making this music video tomorrow. You need to go. And he's like, yeah, whatever, because the guy just wanted to get action. Well, then she pops up in this video and he, you know, eats crow. And she never she never gives him the time of day. But she won't. She doesn't say who the dude is. That's what I want to know. Yeah, you kind of want her to call him out. Sounds like a jerk. All right, so the last thing on IMDb uh, it was she did something on camera in 1997. But they did an interview to find out where she is today, and she says, I've been married twice and divorced twice. Upon learning, my first husband's eyes were like deer caught in a headlight as he gushed about it frequently, talking about her 1980 Billy Idol music video. He was funny about it and is genuinely proud of my accomplishments. My second husband both pretended that he didn't know when we met and pretended not to care when we were married. But obviously, how could you not be? Any? Are you kidding me? Every guy in our age range that ends up meeting and or hanging out with a girl like that, it's iconic. There's no way you can act like that. Her kids are most important to her. She doesn't care about these guys anymore that fawn all over, and she runs an antique store. So she's back. You know, I think it's awesome, and you can look back in the 80s fondly and an 18-year-old version of yourself dancing around an apartment. It's just awesome. If you remember uh, ZZ Top and the video legs, take a listen. Oh, yeah. She's that next. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, the star of that video was a beautiful blonde gal by the name of Kim Heron. And it's so... So funny because these videos, when you look back at them now, they're so cheesy. They are so cheesy. Oh, yeah. It's like she, she's looking, you know, it's one of those videos where she's looking all, you know, conservative, and then it's like, bam, you know, she loses the, the matronly outfit, and there she is with her sexy legs and, you know, working it. All right, so anyway, so here's the story. So she really stood out among, you know, the gals that were in, in this video. And when she did this video in the 80s, it's hard to believe that she was actually born in 1957. So she was like an she was older compared to a lot of these women that were really young in these videos like 18 19 20 right 
Oh yeah, and she was uh, in 1981. Uh, she did this video, and in, in or actually no, she was Playboy Playmate of the Month in '81, and then she was also featured on the cover in '82 and '83, and then she did a bunch of special editions of Playboy. Anyway, she, when she appeared in this ZZ Top video, she's got legs, or the song Legs. She was only paid two thousand dollars for this I- I- appearance. Can you believe that? Unbelievable. Now, if you see her now, she is still as sexy as ever and she was featured as a ghost in the movie Ghostbusters and so she actually yes exactly so she goes from the legs video then she's in Ghostbusters and she's so funny she said that um, she still hasn't thrown away the old copies of Playboy that were taking up room in her closet isn't that funny if I I wouldn't either I'd have to look back frequently and go oh yeah that's what I look like oh yeah (laughs) remember that well, now she's got herself, uh, her own self-made jewelry line. So she's doing well for herself, and she still looks fabulous. Yes. Anyway, check out the link. Eight, eight of the top 80s music videos, Girls for Music videos, where are they now? So we'll post that up on our website, momsquadshow.com, along with everything else we talked about today, the 90s phrases. If you got uh, a couple extra million dollars just lined about to spend this holiday season, what to buy at Neiman Marcus? The Neiman Marcus story, I, it was tongue-in-cheek because – I'm sure that none, neither you nor I, probably the majority of our listeners, unless we've got some gazillionaire that listens to our show. Yes, okay. The, this is a fun story. Don't take it seriously. It's the seven most expensive gifts you could buy someone for the holidays. And uh, don't take it too seriously. My yeah, fantasy. It's a fantasy. My grandmother always used to say when she would see something that she loved, like a million-dollar house, she'd go, let's buy two. Let's just buy two. Everything was, let's buy two. <laughs> because you're just ha- having fun with it. If you did have that extra million lying about, what would you buy? And so Neiman Marcus has some ideas for you. And it's voting day. So, Kira, good luck. We'll be watching you until 3 a.m. Get out there. <laughs> no, you won't. No, you won't. No, I won't. I'll watch you. I'll watch you until I fall asleep. Probably. Around okay, that's fair. Ten, ten-ish. But okay, that works. And vote. Now you're going to vote before you go to work, right? Yes, I am. Good girl. Aiden and I are going to walk up to our our voting poll here and uh, make it happen. Excellent. So everybody have a great day. Check everything out on MomSquadShow.com. The moms are out. Hua. <laughs> Come on, raise those. And you gotta do the white man overbite. <laughs> oh my, oh! No more time, because here I go again. Oh, my gosh. I wish people could see. Our face. Wait, do that again. I'll take a snapshot. <laughs> Hang on. Do the overbite. Ready?
shower, homie.